Fast. Welcome back, back, welcome back, welcome back. This is the other side with Ijele Fair. And we are back with another with another, with another episode. Like we always say, don't forget to like, comment, comment and, and subscribe. subscribe on YouTube. Click that bell so you get notified every Thursday we post. Yes. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. And on Apple Pod and Spotify, make sure you give us a follow and a good rating. Share, share, share. Because as you advertise us, God himself will what? Advertise Forgive you. us for the days that we don't post on Thursdays at 12. Right. You know, we are a little busy. So sometimes... Right. <laughs> It doesn't go up on Thursday, but it will go up. And then if it doesn't go up, just know that we're coming back. For right. sure. Because this is a forever thing. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, how was your yeah. week? Um, <clears throat> trying to remember the week. My week was good. My week was good. It's weird because I don't really remember how my week went per se, but I know it was a good week. My week was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, uh, it was it actually actually I would consider it excellent because although it happened, certain something specific happened in a way that would look unpleasant. It was, in my opinion, and it was actually like exciting because it's like God kind of like showed up and removed me from a situation that um I had asked Him to help me out with. It's literally given for those who have eyes to see. They can see and know yeah. that that was strictly God. Yeah, because I had I was given an instruction, and um, I wouldn't say I I was uh, well I was a little skeptical about making the decision, but um, I think last week Monday this Monday yeah last week mm-hmm. Monday I just took the leap of faith and I obeyed, but then it turned into a situation where it's like I really didn't get out of it the way I believed I was supposed to. So I came to God and I was just like, honestly, God, you know my personality. I don't like confrontation. Is that how you say it? Confrontation. And <laughs> I don't know how to, you know, let these people know that I'm not interested, you know, especially giving mm-hmm. them hope. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to help me get out of it. And he sure did. Hello. <laughs> he sure did. I will remove you. <laughs> he sure did, baby. But it's crazy because the way he did was a, was a, manifestation of a dream that I had that my sister actually reminded me of and it's just so crazy but long story short the dream had to do with like snakes and the way the situation happened Ronke said it she was just like the way the person behaved literally was like a snake and it's so funny remember when you had called me when I was at work and I kept on saying that word snake I'm like yeah. and I, I, I didn't even remember the dream at this point me like, myself I didn't I totally remember forgot because I'm like yo this is this is a, this is a snake like, yeah but then for Ronke to have reminded you about it you know what's like, crazy oh what God. I have remembered this morning or yeah I think this morning uh the lady mm-hmm. the one that works mm-hmm. that I work with mm-hmm. or whatever um, remember when she had sent that email like, oh, this is just to inform mm-hmm. you of the whole, like yeah. the way the whole assessor thing, yeah. but we haven't reached that point yet and I would like to keep it that way. So what had came to me this morning was with that email, that means there was no concerns. There was no issues. So everything that was said on Friday when I went to, you know, mm-hmm. it was just like, how did y'all, but like I said, it just, it's just it, it was, it was snakey. It was snake-like. Snakey yeah. or snake-like. It was a snake-like situation. No, it wasn't. Right. No. And it was so crazy how, and it's funny because if you remember a part of the, ooh, God is great. Okay. Well, so remember the part of the dream where you had told me where you were like, it was like you were running 
in the field or whatever, but then there was just so much snakes around or whatever, yeah. they never attacked you. Yeah. What just came to me literally is, it's very simple. Like, there are snake-like people around, or even snakes themselves, that are around you, but they can't touch you. Yeah. Because it was just, because that situation within itself, like, yeah. when you think about it, it was like, what the heck? Yeah. Because remember when you had first sex with me, I was, we were both confused. Right, like, right. Like, excuse me, what is going on here? Right. And, and it's, it's crazy like, because what you want to call it was also confused because when I had went there on Friday, he was like, so what happened? And I'm looking at him like, you tell you me. You tell me. Like, so what's going on? So he was shocked that I didn't even know anything. But, hey. Honestly, to God be the glory because it really panned out and worked out exactly the way God wanted to work it out because, you know, Bible does say everything does work together for our good. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was very interesting. Very but anyways. Yeah. So we're gonna get into it. Um I wanted to start off with uh how do you feel about um B Simone and uh Megan's post about Them the ending? ending of KFC? Is that what it is? No K for sure, yeah. KFS. No KFS. I said KFC. Oh. <laughs> you hungry? <laughs> you don't even eat KFC. <laughs> KFS. Um, how do I feel about it? I think when it first started, I never thought I would see the day it happened. However, um, as the day it ended. That, yeah, sorry, the day mm-hmm. it ended. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that one episode where they had like the back and forth and there was just so much emotions and they were crying and they just couldn't get it together and talk about going to therapy after that it was just like i don't know if we're gonna make it but i had hope like i was like ah, i don't know because i feel like if you're calling something or for everything right with a certain understanding you should try to at least make it work and be intentional about it and i had went to go so the day that i found out that they, they had they ended it. I went to go watch their last episode that they had brought out before they put out the announcement. And I was watching their, I'm a very, I'm a, I'm very big on body language, right? You can tell me a lot with your mouth, but like, I'm going to, with what, you're, with what you're saying, I'm going to also read your body language. So I was looking at both of them or whatever. And comparing to like when they first started and when before that whole episode with them being emotional they were just very off but and this is both of them like even when like they would you know try to kind of talk to each other whatever it just wasn't it was a little off to me but they wasn't making eye contact they were they were they weren't making eye contact like they were literally like separated you know what i'm saying like and they were sitting on the same chair if it was like separate chairs like this i would get it but they were actually like on a long chair but like they weren't like yeah and know. being someone was kind of towards um dc more young dc young fly more because like i don't know it was just weird but i think for me what i would say is best friends and a partnership is not easy I take, actually I take that back because I don't I don't know I don't know why why it wouldn't be easy like because if you already have a strong foundation I don't think it's difficult if you guys are like minded in this and in and doing business like, I don't think it would be difficult to transition into being a partner. So no, I think I it's that foundation. I think a lot of people start to build on rocky ground, and mm-hmm. that's the problem. Because one thing that somebody has said, but this was a long time ago before they decided to break up, was that they call themselves best friends, which we're not taking that away from them, but they went 10 years without speaking. 
They did go 10 years old? What's up to 10 years? It was a long time. So why did we say 20 years then? I don't understand. Oh, it was 20 years? No, they said, they, they call, they said they have, they've been best friends for 20 years. But it's like, if you've gone 10 years, no, I'm yeah, to yeah, yeah. So they, they, somebody had called them out on that where they are saying that they were best friends for 20 years. But in the, that 20, there was like 10 years of them not speaking at all. That's a long all. time. Well, like a very long time, Sha. Don't quote me on the 10, but I know it was years without them speaking or interacting. And then they came back together. Uh, Megan started working with B. Mm-hmm. Simone and all that extra stuff. And a lot of people call friends friends or claim best friends because of years. Right. But what it takes to actually have a friendship, Mm -hmm. a relationship, what it takes to build. The foundation is the most important in anything that you're building. Literally and spiritually, whatever. The foundation is the most important thing. And I think that people don't realize that they are building on rocky grounds until the building is all the way up and then it starts to crumble. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to save it from, but look, that joint is coming down. Right. It's coming down. And unfortunately, the work to start all over is possible or the the ability to start all over is possible, but it's going to be 10 times harder because you're going to have to clear clear out all the rubble clear out all the nonsense, clear it out first, then start building to clear all that. Because what the issue now becomes is what made it come down to begin with. You have to figure that out. You're going to have to clear that out. Then you got your own personal issues. Mm-hmm. Now you're trying to fix something to get, no, it's, it's, yeah, no. But yeah, what it takes to start all over is going to be 10 times harder. Um, do you think, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's, it's really 10 times harder or people are just not willing to put in the work? No, it's harder because even when you are initially building a strong foundation, it's not easy because you are learning somebody. Mm-hmm. You're also probably building a foundation with somebody while you're also learning yourself and building your own foundation. Right. So you're working on yourself and working with somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Then, you know, even if we put it in the idea of construction as a whole, no construction worker will tell you that even if they're a pro at what they do, it's not easy mm-hmm. to, you know, to build anything. It takes hard work. And sometimes even when you're a professional at it, you will still make mistakes. Right. Right. So building anything is not easy. But the reason why I say it's 10 times harder, because imagine the architect of this building builds the whole thing and then everything comes down. It's going to be harder for him or her to build it back up. Why? Because, like I said, you have to clear. Like, it's easier to to start building something on clear grounds. Everything's already clean. Mm-hmm. The ground is mapped out for you. Whatever they need to do on the floor is done for you to start building your foundation versus the whole building has come down. Now you have to spend maybe months clearing it out first, then spend another month trying to clean out the ground before and make sure it's properly, you know, uh, uh, appropriate for a foundation to be built on it. Then on top of it, you have to figure out what about your foundation made it rocky. Where did you go wrong? It's harder. It's longer. It's a more, and again, it's not impossible, but (laughs) baby. (laughs) And the crazy thing is that when it comes to relationships, a part of the reason why, the foundation was not strong or the relationship did not last is also personal things too. Your you personal mean? your personal struggles reflected in the relationship as well. Oh, it's inevitable. Absolutely. So it's like now the friendship has crumbled. The foundation is rocky. Now you also gotta look at yourself like where did I go wrong as well? Because something about me, my character, my personality affected this relationship in some way, shape, or form. 
but like that that one is no argument right and i think a lot of like a lot of relationships crumble or go downhill because a lot of people don't communicate a lot of people don't say what it is that is truly on their mind right and i saw this statement and it really and i'm like this is such a fact right it's like if you don't talk about what is eating you on the inside no matter how small it is resentment starts to build up and then before you know it it's like you start to have a reaction to little little things that are not even necessary like i I think when i look at b simone and megan i think they're completely two different people oh yeah i really i genuinely believe they're completely two different people I think no shade because I'm just going to speak off of what I see on camera. Megan has more depth to her. B. Simone is more so on the surface level kind of person where it's like, it is what it is. I'm going to let it go. I'm moving on to the next thing. Like, uh, Megan internalizes things more and processes more and thinks more and she's she has i personally believe she i just feel from what i see at least on camera she has more depth to her right they're not the same people and not saying that people who are not the same cannot work but it requires a lot of communication there was this thing you said to me but yeah last year or maybe early this year where it was like it's very important sometimes if not all the time to over communicate like if you want something to work you it's very it's very important to over communicate now it's not at least for me because that's one thing that i know i struggle with communication especially when it comes to my feelings like because i don't ever want to feel like i'm bothering somebody or whatever the case may be right but at the end of the day it just feels as you're doing yourself because if this is somebody you truly want to spend the rest of your life with marriage or friendship like you really want this person to be a part of your life forever and ever until you go and meet christ hold on sorry to cut you off this is this is what i wanted to take out of what you're saying where I don't think the idea of growing should involve at least first or second should involve your relationship with the person. And I always stress that because nothing I do in our relationship means anything if I have not done it for myself first in the sense of becoming, becoming because I want to become. It's not for you. It's not for the relationship to last. It's not for the relationship to work at least first or second. First, if you are a believer, in my opinion, is wanting is is there's an attraction that there's an attraction that you have to God's character. Right. Who God is, how he is in your life. You're just very quick, like curious. Like this God, like you love me the way you and you begin to get a softened heart. And you want to be like him. Right. And then second, you genuinely want to reflect that character. I want to be patient. And then you find wisdom in it. Not only is your heart softened to wanting to be like that, you find wisdom in not speaking, even when you're upset or not having to fight every battle. You find wisdom in the things that the world says is foolish. Mm -hmm. Right. So at the end of the day, true change, in my opinion, it doesn't start with, again, first or second It's on that list. The people in your life should be on that list. But it's not first or second priority. You have to want to be that. I'm not going to save a relationship. So let's say just let's just say that I'm I'm it's the shola of um high school and college days. Sorry, the shola of high school and college days. And you have met me around that the earlier high school and college days. 
Only God knows you probably we probably wouldn't be here today. I met you in college. We talk. I said early. Oh, what do you mean? Like you met me junior year. Yeah, I met you your junior. So that's the early, like college. I did one year in Montgomery College. Oh. one two years, whatever, whatever. whatever. Anyways, you got me out here telling my life story. But anyways, I don't even remember. Did I talk about change? I don't even remember what I said. But but anyways, so if you had met me back then, I've always been one that wanted to change because. Again, meeting Christ at a young age, I always just felt like I wanted to be good enough for God. And that's where it started. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be good enough for God. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be accepted by God. Mm -hmm. Then it changed into, this is when I met, prior after I met you, it changed into God revealed my heart to me because now I want to be, et cetera, et cetera, right? Whatever. So if you had (laughs) met me years before you actually met me, only God knows if we would have lasted because it's a thing where nothing you met me at a time where I had already made that decision for myself that I wanted to be better. Mm. If you had met me in the stage where I was just trying to please God, I wasn't bending to you. And I wasn't looking at it like it wasn't for me either. I just wanted to please God. Does that make sense? Right. So the journey to where we are now would have been longer. The stretching would have been harder as well. Then I also met you, and correct me if I'm wrong, at a time where you wanted to change for yourself. We both met each other at that place. So regardless of the struggles that we had, one thing that was inevitable was change. Right. I think, yeah, I I think for me, and maybe it could be the same thing, but I think the word is just different in my head. I think one thing that I always say about our relationship Even though it's, sometimes it didn't look like it because we didn't have like maybe proper understanding, we both were on that journey of like God. Like we both wanted God so much. No, yeah, you're right. I'm like, are you okay? No, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> we both wanted God so much so that it was like, I think everything that had to do with God, even when it came to car, even though, you, like I said, sometimes because in the past, like we didn't have as much understanding as we do now, glory be to God. But it always centered around God, like so. It was even though it wasn't easy, but it centered around God in the area of a heart transplant, right? Because some people are centered around God, but they have not given their hearts to God. They are still at a stage where they just want to please God, or they're at a it's stage about works, where, right? They're at a stage where it's the works or it's the religion. Versus that heart transplant, where is God? I have seen that there is something wrong within me. Yeah. And I am giving you my heart because I want that change. I want that heart transplant. That was a decision that I made before or during when you came into my life and vice versa. And that's why I say that that's what made, even with the struggles, it made it seem easier because it wasn't about our relationship. As we were building relationship, we already had our foundation being built with God. And that's what made the center of our relationship God. And that's what made the center of our our foundation strong. It's funny that you say that because I think I had recently got that revelation where it's a lot of things that happen in relationships, if in this purpose, it's, it's not about the relationship. It's about the purpose behind the relationship. Like, you guys are just benefactors of this relationship, but the purpose behind it, like, that's if it's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I think nine times out of 10, people are more focused on self 
and this relationship but it's like you have to look beyond the relationship like what what is the purpose of this relationship like and that's why i'm just like with b simone and megan may and maybe they were quick to call each other best friends and for lifers and things like that without really having a deep understanding where it's like it's just not a relationship like this 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 is this purpose in this so not even that it could be it could be a thing where sometimes there are friends in our lives that it's okay if you let them go. Because it could also be a thing where B. Simone does actually know how to be a great friend. Mm-hmm. And, and Megan also knows how to be a great best friend. But that doesn't mean that we're meant to be that with each other. No, I, and the I was why, speaking off of the fact that that's what they called each other. And no, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying that what you said was wrong. What I'm saying is this, like, just with them, possibly, and again, we don't know the full story, sure. but the lesson that could be taken out of it is, it is like, for example, the, the shola that you experience, not everybody would say that about me mm-hmm. because of what they have experienced. Mm-hmm. There are people in my life that could have been and at one time were considered best friends. Right, but their experience with me is not what you experienced. To be very honest, from the beginning even up until today. Right, and that was not because I didn't know how to necessarily be a good friend. They just one met me at the wrong time in life, and then two, it was a thing where I also accept that it probably just wasn't meant to be. You feel me? Yeah, I just feel just like, saying, yeah. I, and the reason why I say that is because just just const- uh, uh, factoring in the way God deals with me sometimes i'm not sure if god is the one speaking or not on an instruction or something that i've received mm-hmm. but i don't know if you realize that i've said this thing multiple times where i said now i'm starting to realize that if it is god it will happen right no questions about it even if you're not sure you're not certain you close your eyes like this by you open it it's already been done and you will see the manifestation of it and for me it's a thing where i generally believe that Although it could have been other people, from what we know, I think that our relationship was meant to be. In a sense where you know how sometimes people will say, oh, God, if you already knew about sin and knew about this, why did you allow it? Why did you create it? And there's a purpose behind it. For example, if God knew that the final best friend, whatever, was going to be Olua Korede, how come one person came in and how come this person came in? Because at the end of the day, there was purpose for that. Mm. It was there was a purpose for it to still happen because it could have been a thing where me and those people just stay cordial friends because God already knew I'm about to meet somebody in 2019 or 2018, whatever the case may be. No, but there's purpose, lessons for them and lessons for me. Don't diminish our years. 2017, thank you very much. Ah, so sorry, 2017. But yeah, there was purpose for it. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Even with the certain individual that I had said that, oh, if I didn't get it right. She could have been mm-hmm. my replacement. And then they, that could still be true, right? Mm-hmm. By the end of the day, even though that could have been, because you you know, people say this thing that I agree that God knows the beginning from the end. He knows what the you're going to, the, the end from the beginning. He knows when you're going to say yes, how you're going to say it, but he makes a way. There's multiple paths that you can take. Right. Multiple. So it could have been with person Wherever, A yeah. or person B, but he knew you were going to, go with person C, but at the end of the day, he still allowed person A and person B to still be present in your life. Because there's a lesson behind it. Right. So for me, it's a thing where people have to start to try to learn how to start discerning and seeing. And going back to our recent post, discerning seasons in relationships as well. It's not everybody that is a yes. No, for real. It's not everybody that's a yes. It's not. So. Yeah. 
yeah that's that's not it but anyways i wanted to read something and ask you what you think about him so it Every says time you do that i'd be like what you got going on <laughs> <laughs> it says most people don't lead their life they accept their life they don't lead it most people don't lead, lead. their life they accept their life what does that mean to you mm. wow that's a that's a that's a statement that's a statement right there <laughs> Most people don't lead their life. They accept their life. Um, I think based off of what I've seen, and I would say that is a true statement, a lot of people, um, I think there are very rare people who actually take charge of their life and say, you know what, I'm not accepting this situation. Um, and I'm going to do something about it to make it better. And I think there are very there are a lot of people who see situations as oh, okay, you know, this is what always happened, and this is I guess this is what it's gonna be. And um, I, I actually think that's very fact. And the reason why I said that is because like for a long time, I accepted my life. For a long time, I I looked at situations that had happened to me or I even put upon myself as, oh, you know, oh, okay, I guess this is what it is. This is da-da-da-da-da. Until I guess God started to like, go, yes, God started to change my mindset. And I also started to want more out of life. So, yeah, I, I agree, actually. I agree with that. So for me, I think um, with that statement, um, a lot of people do not lead their lives. They accept their lives. And I think I've I've already kind of started with that whole being intentional thing with my life um, as far as what I accept and what I don't accept. Um, But I think for me, it's just a word of encouragement for myself to continue and for others who haven't started, where it's, and I would say for everybody, but I'm also speaking kind of directly to believers, but it is for everybody, where it's a lot of us do not get the opportunity or have not received the opportunity to live the to live the kingdom life. Right. We have not received the opportunity, not, not, we, we, we've been given it, but we don't walk in the understanding of dominion, power, authority, uh, uh, wealth, riches, you know, titles, all these things because we accept defeat. Meanwhile, God has already won the battle. He's already given us the victory, but it's your mindset that has been kept enslaved and that is why you continue to live a life of slavery spiritually and physically physically. i think um today i was listening to a word by um john maxwell he's a white man (laughs) john mike's maxwell (laughs) 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 it's like that's like that but uh because i anyways But uh, and he made an he made an he gave an analogy where he said that every day 
if you were to let's say you had the I the plan to 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 cut down a tree and every day you go you take an axe and you strike the tree five times every day he said eventually what will happen that tree will fall mm-hmm. right but the key from that you know analogy was consistency regardless of what it is if you are consistent with with something whether it's reading whether it's praying whether it's working out whether it's whatever you're trying to achieve or whatever you're trying to change in your life consistency breeds results right but we find that a lot of us complain about what we don't see in our lives especially as believers but we are not consistent if we want to be honest you are not intentional about the things that matter Mm -hmm. and if you sit down and really observe your life you're intentional with the things that are not going to actually bring you the results that you need and that is because we struggle with trying to satisfy the flesh i guarantee you if you are a believer that is struggling with smoking or drinking or going out to party you have built a habit and a consistent behavior in going out every weekend you you, at, at the end of the that's consistency so the crazy thing is that you have the ability to be consistent. You've just put it in the wrong thing. Oh my God. Remember what your trainer has said to you where he was like, you oh, yeah. bro, it's stuck he was in my like, head. all of us are disciplined. Everybody has mm-hmm. discipline. You just discipline yourself in the wrong areas. Right. Like literally you have, it's not about, oh, I don't have discipline. <clears throat> Everyone has discipline, but right. you just discipline yourself to wake up at 11 a.m. instead of 6 a.m., right? And it's so funny because um, yesterday morning, right? I love Jesus. I really do. <laughs> Yesterday morning, I woke up at 7 a.m. on the my room before my alarm had went off, right? And I was like, for whatever reason, I, I had this the umph of like, you know, just get up, getting out, get out of my bed. But I was like, I'm gonna just wait till my seven o'clock alarm rings and I, I will get out of bed. But then I remember, I don't even know if I, was, if I was dealing with depression back then, but I don't even know. But I remember there were times where I had I had every zeal and every intent to want to wake up early. But for what the life of me, I will be getting out of that bed at 11, at 10. But it's like, I will now beat myself up. Oh my God, I want to wake up early. I want to do things. But it's like, I was consistent in waking up late. And then Holy Spirit reminded me yesterday morning, because I, I probably been looking about that. I want to change about myself. Holy Spirit reminded me yesterday morning where it was like, you now, for whatever reason, now because you have disciplined yourself to wake up early, give a good job but <laughs> discipline yourself to wake up early every morning to make it to work now even on the weekend you don't want to sleep in anymore you don't have the desire to sleep in anymore and it's like the days that even if you want to sleep in quote unquote maybe you're tired you're sick whatever but it's like you have disciplined yourself in the areas that you're supposed to discipline yourself in so it's like it's not about oh i just can't or you make excuses you just literally discipline yourselves in the wrong thing and um, that word was it really stuck at it, it stuck to me and it's funny because when you see things happen and you see change in your life and it's just like, and it's not the change that you per se want to see, you have the power. Just like what we're talking about in the car. You, you literally have the power to change your life. The truth of the matter is nobody can do to you, one, what God has not agreed and what you yourself don't allow. It's, that, it's, it's just very simple. Like I even remember this one time, um, it, it would be probably like a funny example, but i was it was a thing of i was i was in a group of like these girls that i knew and i was talking about some guy that had did me wrong oh he's this he's that and one of the babe in that room was like hold up everything that he's done to you didn't he show you prior to that you allowed it and he's like i have to show up because it's like bro 
that's a fact like you don't you literally don't people cannot do to you what you don't allow it's that very simple so it's like everything that you put into yourself and you pour into yourself for your own growth and for your own benefit is what you will see come out in the outside yeah and just a, a tool I, I i would advise like let's say for example you have a list of most likely have a list of things that you want to change about your daily activities you want to wake up at 6 a.m you want to eat breakfast by 11 30 you want to work out by 6 p.m whatever the case may be what i would say is the biggest issue is not even the consistency but it's quitting when you don't get it right the first time or the second time or the third time you quit and you convince yourself that you just can't do it. Mm. Consistency is strengthened by not giving up. You can't give up. That is the whole point of consistency, not giving up. So if you have a list of daily activities and today you make that list and tomorrow you're not able to wake up at 6 a.m., do not forget that you have other things on that list that you need to accomplish. So you tell yourself, okay, I didn't wake up today at 6 a.m., but I'm going to accomplish the other things that I'm able, the, that is on my list. And every single day you make an attempt until you are able to do it. Right. You never give up. And that in itself is building, and mind you, it's building the internal before you actually see the results externally. Not giving up is building that mindset and building that habit eventually your body will naturally even start to wake up by itself at 6 a.m. At 6 a.m., right. Eventually, you yourself would wake up at 6 a.m. and you're shocked that you're not even sleepy, that you're wide awake. But you know what habit does? Habit will tell you, oh, no, I'm supposed to be sleepy right now. So I need 10 more minutes, 15 mm -hmm. more minutes. A lot of times when your body is actually working with you, you start to fight it. Because a lot of times, too, challenge your desire to change. Because a lot of times we say we want to change, we feel like we want to change, but the reality is you're so comfortable in your norm mm. that when that change comes, you reject it. Mm. It's happened to me a few times where I'll ask the Holy Spirit, Father, go help me to wake up the next day at 5 a.m. I promise you, I don't know how you up my eyes is up at 5 a.m. And I've legit talked to myself like, yo, I'm not tired. But then it's just like I'm so used to not winning let me put it that way that i'm like nah this is not right what is this i'm going back to sleep you know and it's so crazy um i'm reading this book um battlefield of the mind and i think oh my god okay i think one thing that not just even believers everybody needs to know this one to be very honest like literally the enemy uses your mind as a playing field if only you allow him because everything that comes out on the outside happens on here in here first and it's funny to relate that to scripture bible does say as a man thinketh so is he so literally whatever it is that marinates in here will whether you like it or not is going to reflect it's going to come out come out on the come out on the outside of you and begin to manifest and show proof like I reference that book because like there's so much that people so much thought that people go through throughout the day and you are agreeing with so much nonsense and agreeing with so much lies from the enemy and it's just like going back to that statement that you read you accept it as this is what it is but it's like no 
Like literally, you have to have a sober mind, and you have to be. It's so funny because you have to be intentional about the things that you think about. Like I did not like usually like thoughts will come to me. I'm just like oh like oh wow I will be thinking one thing and then I will jump to the next and it's like oh my gosh like what's going on? But it's like you actually have to be intentional and. When you want to change certain things about yourself, like even when those thoughts come of like, oh, I don't feel like it, or I don't want to, you have a goal and you have like that word said, you you want to lead your life. You don't want to accept your life. So it's like, you know what? I know that I don't feel like it today, but it doesn't matter why I feel like because tomorrow, feelings is not, it's not promised. It's, it's up and down. So it's like, you know what? At the end of the day, I don't feel like it right now, but it's not about the feeling. It's about what the end goal is. It's about because when you listen to that white guy, <laughs> the dude this morning, I was actually listening to him too. And it's funny because at the end of the day, he said this thing where it's like, if you are cutting down, a tree, you, do, you go the first or you cut down the tree, you hit it five times, right? And then tomorrow you go and then you sit on that tree. Oh, and then you go and hop on that tree. Before you know it, you don't have anything that is, you don't have any tree that is cut down. You're just hopping and hopping and hopping and hopping and hopping. And, and that's what you call a jack of all trades, but not a master, master of, of none. One. Like, not a master of one. Right. You, so it's very, very, go, sorry. Go, go ahead, go ahead. No, just it's like, it's very, very important to have a goal, have what you want to do, and actually focus on that until you actually accomplish it. Like, you know, okay, this one, I've overcome it. And then we go on to the next one. And if you're the person who can do 10 at a time, sure, whatever. And the, the, the cocoa of the cocoa is start somewhere and don't give up on the goal or goals. Eventually, you will naturally start to get there. Like the ability now, for example, <clears throat> when I was going into the office, there will be days where I'll wake up and I'm like, I would, the first thing I'll think of is I'm tired and I want to text uh, my supervisor and give her an excuse that I'm going to be a so-and-so-and-so minutes late. And then I'll tell myself, yeah, you're not doing that. You're already up. You're going to be fine. By the time you get to the bathroom, brush your teeth, do all that, you're going to be you're awake. Gonna you'll be, be fine. But years ago, that thought will come to my head and I will allow it. But the reason why I am, by God's grace, first, where I am now is because of God's grace, but because there was a consistency with that desire and I never let go of that goal right. to be able to make decisions despite how I feel. And now I'm at a place where I can comfortably do that. But of course, even with the same guy that I was listening to, listening to John Maxwell, he was saying that at the end of the day, people have to realize that change is a lifetime. Growth is a lifetime. There is no finish line. So as you are creating goals for yourself or you are creating, you know, certain things about yourself that you want to become in your character that you want change, understand that even when you reach it, that's not the finish line. You are always or should always, not by force, <laughs> should always. We're very recommended, okay? <laughs> should always aspire to grow inevitably. Mm -hmm. That is the goal. The goal is continuous growth. So my final word, word is find that one thing or second thing or third thing, whatever, however big your list is. I don't know, Sha, but find something that you can stay committed to. And again, even if you're not able to produce results tomorrow, never give up and keep trying mentally. Keep telling yourself, I'm going to become this or I'm going to do this. I know I don't see it yet, but it's going to happen and it will happen. 
Yeah, I think the last thing that I'm going to say is I remember I saw this post on Instagram and it said the beautiful thing about life is if God gives you the chance, when tomorrow comes, you can always start over. So if for whatever reason today you didn't, you know, wake up at 6 a.m. or you didn't go to the gym, like don't don't take it into tomorrow. Like tomorrow is a new day. You can literally start over and continue and continue and continue to strive to be better. And I think it's also having a perspective of, I don't know, a, a view of positivity where like you're seeing life as a, a thing that you're you're supposed to not just survive or live in but thriving like you're 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 supposed to live the best you know people say oh i want to live my best life but you're literally supposed to live the best life possible that you can't live so it's like when tomorrow comes and you don't do what you're supposed to do today don't give up continue like keep going keep thriving keep keep trying and one day you would get it let me give y'all a trick sometimes too we're too focused on things being done exactly how we want it to be done versus the goal itself so Mm -hmm. for example even with the working out the goal is to just start working out to be healthier to you know create or build a better looking body that is the that is the that is the purpose right but just because you didn't do it at 7 a.m. does not mean that you have not accomplished that goal because I didn't do it at 7 a.m., but I still have the rest of the day. So just because I didn't do it exactly how I wanted to do it does not mean that that, that goal is now thrown out the window. No, you have the next 12 hours or 14 hours or whatever the case may be in a whole day to still accomplish that goal. For example, last week um, I had... I have an agenda book, so I write my daily activities, whatever I'm going to do for the day. And I think one of it was to read at a certain time. This is for, uh, uh, what is it? To read at a certain time. And I didn't meet that. I didn't meet that time. I forgot. Maybe I was doing something. I was busy. But before I had went to sleep, first of all, before I had went to sleep, two chapters. So the chapters I was, that one chapter that I was supposed to read the night before, I didn't read. But I ended up reading two chapters the night after and then still being able to read from another book that I wanted to read from, but all in that same hour or Mm -hmm. in that same hour and a half, but before the next day. So at the end of the day, the goal was still accomplished. It just didn't happen exactly how I had written it down or planned it to. But at the end of the day, taking our minds off of a strict, rigid agenda, and if it doesn't happen that way, that means everything has to be thrown out the window. No. Focus on the goal. What is the goal? To work out every day, period. Now, I want to work out every day. That's the most important thing. I would love for it to be 7 a.m., but if I don't do 7 a.m. today, I'm definitely going to do 6 p.m., but I'm definitely going to work out. Then when you get the hang of one thing, trust me, that 7 a.m. will become easier. 6 p.m., whatever the time that you've chosen, will become easier. I think, sorry, the beautiful thing about consistency is like when you're consistent in one certain area of your life, you find it very easy to take that attribute and it applies to other parts of your life to where it's okay i've built consistency in going to the gym now i build consistency in reading in reading two chapters a day or in whatever book that i want to read it's like once you have it down packed in one area it literally flows it's like a river it literally flows to other areas of your life so, so it's not just trying to do everything at one time like build something first and then it will literally flow into the next part of your life last thing sorry set goals according to where you are at i think a lot of us too we have our eyes on other people 
and the mentors that you're probably listening to and the people around the people in your life that are probably doing the things that you want to do right and you start jumping the gun mm-hmm. set goals for where you are at now yeah, for example goals, if you yeah. know you don't really like to read and you got a mentor or a friend that can read a whole book in one day, I don't think that should be your goal. I think your goal should be a page a day. From a page a day to a chapter a day. From a chapter a day to a chapter and a half. A chapter and a half to two chapters. Start where you are at. Don't jump the gun. When it comes to working out, you got your friends around you that are doing five days a week. Some of them are doing seven days a week. You just started. It's okay to master once a week. From once a week, twice a week. From twice a week, you can make it four. And you can even mix it. I know everybody understands that, well, some people understand that muscle work brings more results. Mm -hmm. But it's okay for you to start with just cardio. If that's, I'm just going to start running every day for 30 minutes. Then running every day from 30 minutes, now I can implement weights. Start where you are at and your goals will be accomplished, hopefully. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, this is this is this is it. You know, um, it's never to no, no, there's no pace too slow, there's no pace too fast. Start with your own pace. But yeah, this is it. Like we really thank you guys for getting to this point with us. Because if you didn't get to this point with us, I don't know why, but whatever. <laughs> it's like no, but yes, this is the other side with Ijale Fat, and we have come to the end of it. Bye-bye.